Hello and welcome back to the Christmas special of the Casual Crowd podcast, the COVID edition. I've had to cancel all my raves. I'm got a little bit disappointed, uh, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Today I am, of course, joined as always by my wonderful co-host. It's Rubes the Dubes. Welcome to the studio, mate. How have you been? I am feeling good. I am okay. I have been okay. Uh, how are you, Phil? I know you're not oh, feeling too great. Oh, likewise. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I've heard you got some news that you've got for us all, you know. Yeah, so I dodged it for like two years. It's finally caught up with me. I've, um, I tested positive yesterday. Uh, um, it's not quite as fun as I would have imagined. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but to be honest with you, I'm not feeling too bad. I'm very thankful for that. I've had both vaccines, so it's. I, I imagine that's probably helped. Actually, I had a cold a few weeks ago that ironically was way worse than this. Um, the main thing is just kind of breathlessness. I haven't got a cough, funny yeah. enough. Right, that was one right. thing I found kind of weird. I, I haven't got a cough at all yet, touch wood. Okay. Uh, it's just kind of in my throat. Um, and I'm, I'm a little bit chilly, so right now I'm kind of hunched over my microphone looking like a, a bit of an unusually <laughs> sexy gremlin. Oh, uh, yeah, if there's well, any ladies out there that would yeah. like to picture that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's weird because I'm surprised I've avoided it for so long because, um, mm. you know, we've been at college most days of the year so far. Absolutely, yeah. Know, and the, that's the thousand people at college. You know, there's, there's oh, so many people who have gone home with it, so many people in our class who've had it. You know, people in our class have got it now, and then you've got... Exactly, My yeah. stepdad had it literally, um, like, two weeks ago. He felt... Un- he was said he felt unwell, had a shower when he did it. He did a test, had a shower, came down, it was positive, so we locked him away in his room. And, uh, literally, I think the <laughs> Threw best away thing, the key. Genuinely, the best thing to do is just lock yourself away from the rest of the yeah, people so in the house. Just no change to what I normally do, to be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> I was going to say, it wouldn't, literally wouldn't matter. Mm. I'd just go for a wee and then that's it. But, you know, yeah. a bit snotty, but that's yeah. just I've rubbed the cat and I'm allergic to my own cat. But <laughs> that, we're all right. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. it's almost... this is. I don't want to say it's kind of a relief because it's not, but like I knew I was going to get it at some point. If that makes sense, yeah. I like I've, I've, I've been so worried about getting it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So now that I have, I have finally got it. Sort of like, well, at least that's over with. Mm. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not glad I've got it. It's not what I'm saying. But <laughs> you, you know. You know what I. You know what I mean. You're glad it's over now. Um, but this whole kind of, am I or am I not going to get it? Yeah. I, I tell you one thing that has been really kind of helping me get through this. Mm. Um. Recently. I've been playing a lot of Monopoly. Oh, wow. Uh, online Monopoly. I kind of was played it with a few friends the other day, and I've just been playing against strangers online. And I I didn't realize how much I loved Monopoly. Like, I've been really getting into it. I once, You know, I once got called hot while playing Monopoly once. Apparently, oh, wow. I, I play Monopoly in a very sexy way. That, uh, wow. I, I, don't, I don't know what that means either. I don't know what that means either. I guess um, the Monopoly man does always get me in the mood. Yeah, he is uh, a little monocle of his. Kind of on the note of... Um, being a sexy Monopoly player, if there are any ladies out there that fancy a game of Monopoly, uh, <laughs> I, I will warn you, I take it very seriously. If we can survive a round of Monopoly, we can survive anything. That's, yeah, I mean, that, you, should just, you should put that on your Tinder profile, Phil. I absolutely should. Yeah. Oh, man. The other, we've been doing, like, a couple... We did, like, a few quizzes with, um, like, a friendship group. We did, like, a, who's most likely to? It was just, like, general questions, like... Who's the most attractive? Oh, well. I didn't win. Oh, you're joking. Um, <laughs> How is that possible? But yeah, there were a few joke questions thrown in there as well. Um, just a few like really random weird questions. I didn't win anything apart from one. <laughs> Do you on. want to know the only thing I got voted most likely what, what to you out win, of all Phil? of our friends? What did you win? I am, according to these people, I am the most likely to try to shag a cactus. Wow. Now that does not surprise me at all. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so why why is that? What, what was their reason? What was their reason? I I have no idea. I guess I just I I look like I am um, I'm sexually attracted to cacti. I guess I've got a cactus. I have got I got I've got a succulent. I haven't got a cactus. Oh, cactuses. Cactuses are succulents, but I don't think it counts as a cactus. Yeah, you gotta gotta show me your succulents, Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one caplet. Yeah, it's a trans transparent succulent. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, my cactus is kind of like it's it's got pink like little spikes on it. Yeah, and like I'm not I'm not convinced it's real because it was really cheap from the co-op and it's like in real soil. Yeah, but I, I haven't touched it in about a year and it's fine. Oh, dude, honestly, like it, I don't get cactuses. Its best life. They are like the most resilient things on planet Earth. They like I wish more I was than a cactus. Cockro- cockroaches. Honestly, I'm surprised. Yeah, I mean, if it can survive the things I do to it. it can oh well, yeah, there's that. Yeah, that is. Oh, sorry, sorry about we, sorry about that. Um, that brief yeah, cut. Sorry, there. I, don't know, I don't know what happened. Uh, anyway, no idea. We, 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 so we're all, basically overall, we are we are okay. We thought we we're all right. We're, we're living. We're, we're, we're doing good. And, and it's coming up to Christmas. It's it coming is. up to Christmas, Ruben. And that's Have why you got any any plans special. for Christmas? Um, well, sadly not. I think the only thing I'm going to do is work. Uh, I've been working. Mm. I worked last night. I'm going to work tonight. I'm going to work Christmas Eve, which is tomorrow night, because today's the 23rd. Oh, you're and working Christmas Day as I'm well, aren't you? I'm working Christmas Day, and then I'm working Boxing Day. And I would be working for 27th as well. However... I'm just going to say no, because, bruh, I need an actual family Christmas day. And I think we've dedicated that. Yeah. I think Christmas day S- is going to be... Day. I'm going to go you home. Better, you better get, get like, home. waited on and stuff. <laughs> I'm going to get up at, like, 11, half an hour in the shower and go to work. Get there oh, by geez. 12, come home, have some, like, oh, like you know, really unhealthy food. Open a present, maybe. Uh, I don't know if we're, we're allowed to talk about this on the podcast, but you're planning on... Um... Giving me notice, uh, dropping yeah. a bombshell <laughs> on Christmas Day, aren't you? Uh, I don't think I can do it on Christmas Day. I think I'm, I've decided it's too. I can't just go in. Everyone's all merry and a bit kind of like, oh, it's Christmas, guys, and then just me go, yeah, it gives me notice. You know, it I mean? would be quite funny though. How, how would you do if you like didn't have to worry about consequences? How would you do it? Would you have like a plan for like? Oh yeah, a dramatic I, I think entrance. Got, I, I might draw something or have something that I've already drawn. Make it completely random, and then just say, mm, just draw a cock. All that I could do that, yeah. But I mean, I've got a little like sketchy sketchbook of just full of random, random cocks. shite. Oh yeah, for cocks. But like random shite, dude. And I mean, like the most random shit. Yeah. Take a page from that and just say, "This is a picture of." Oh, by the way, this is my four week notice. Oh, fair enough. Uh, I like that weeks, plan, dude. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so moving on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> This isn't a hugely Christmassy topic, um, but there's been a lot of talks that we might be going into another lockdown after Christmas. Uh, Obviously, yes. Boris has got to have his parties first. Um, once they're out of the way with, though, do you think he's going to throw us into a, uh, another lockdown? And what are your thoughts yeah. on that? Well, see, here's my here's my thought process on this. I think if Boris, if no one had found out that the, the public had not found out that we had a path that they had, that the government had several... A bit Australian there. <laughs> yeah, I know, sorry. Um, <laughs> if the public have, didn't find out at all, I mean, not one bit that the government had more than one or any amount of parties at all last year during Christmas lockdown, um, then we would already be in lockdown right now as we speak. I guarantee Yeah. It. However, due to the fact that the government have now gone... Um, we found out that they have, they've had several Christmas parties last year. Well, you know, some people were literally... Yeah on their last legs from COVID. Didn't they find cocaine in the yeah, bathrooms? Yeah, also drug dogs It brings a new meaning found. to White House. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <dude>. Imagine. <laughs> it, they, they did. They found cocaine in the, uh, the MP's bathroom near, like, oh my the God. big hall or whatever. But, you know, 
I think genuinely we would be in lockdown if we if if it wasn't for the fact that the government have no, you know we found out that there have been parties last year at Christmas. The public are angry about it because you know it's really sad. To I, know I, that, I don't like, get why though. It was, it was just a business meeting, Ruben. Oh yeah, it was just a business right. meeting, and with, it with wasn't a, socially a, distanced. Oh yeah, with um, Christmas crackers <laughs> and turkey dinner and alcohol. But you know it's a business meeting. <laughs> the but, best kind of business. Oh meetings. yes, yes, exactly. So I think what they're going to do is. They're going to throw us into lockdown on, like, the 27th or the 28th when we've had our Christmas parties. They're going to go, right, I think well, the best thing to do is to let them have their Christmas parties because we've had ours last year illegally. And yeah. they're going to be uproar if we don't. Um, See, what what they're going to do yeah. is they're going to they're going to wait till after Christmas, but then they're going to go, that Rubin kid, he's having a day dedicated <laughs> to him on the 27th. We've got a lockdown before then. I that's mean, to be, be fair, chaos. right, I'm, going home. I'm, a, I'm at home anyway, so it's okay. I'll be in the house. It'll just be a house Christmas day. So yeah, I mean, what what are yeah. your thoughts on about it, Phil? Because I think I've I've waffled for too long now. So um, I think I, I agree with you to be honest. I I, I see the I, I, at this point I can see the pros and cons of kind of uh, both sides of the argument. The one thing, I, the only thing I want to say is I want to kind of I want to pose a question to the government to, to Bojo specifically because I know he's listening. He's a, he's a big fan of the he Casual is, Crowd podcast. Uh, I just want to say, what's the plan? Mm. Because. We need a plan. Right now, we're, we're, we're throwing short-term solutions at a long-term problem, and it's working in the short term, but it's not working overall. We don't have an end point, and I, I genuinely think this isn't sustainable. People are, will eventually, even the most loyal people, will stop listening to you eventually if they don't have a hope of an end point. You, you've got to lay out some kind of plan. I know I'm fully aware Boris is an expert. He doesn't have all the answers. And he shouldn't have to have all the answers. Yeah, That's it, controversial. But this is a, a strange heavy, new like, thing. responsibility, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. But that being said, nobody made him become prime minister. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, was a, that was a yeah. choice. He mm-hmm. went up for the post. He got voted in. He should have been aware of the responsibility that as a leader, even if you don't necessarily have all the answers, you have to give people something, some kind of plan. Is your plan to have a yearly vaccine program um, that rolls out to the vulnerable, like with the flu. Is that your plan? I mean, don't get me wrong, you'll get some people that push back against that, but personally, I'm I'm all for that. I say, yeah, that's what a great plan. Let's go with it. You've got to give us that plan, though. Or is the plan maybe, maybe you want to wait this out. There's some evidence suggesting that Omicron might be less deadly. Now, obviously, the research is still coming in. We don't know, but is is your plan to kind of just wait things out and reduce the damage in the hopes that COVID is eventually going to evolve itself into a less deadly version, into a common cold. Because that's what viruses do. A virus does a virus a virus doesn't want to kill its host. That that's not good for the virus. So it just wants to reproduce itself. and move on. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So is is Boris kind of hoping that through natural selection the virus will evolve itself to become less deadly? Hmm. Uh, and we're just holding out for that. Is that the plan? Because if it is, you know, tell us it's a plan. It might not be a perfect plan, but it's something. That that's all I'm trying to say with this is that you've got to give the people something because right now we don't have we don't have hope of an endpoint anymore because the vaccines. I believe the vaccines worked. I've had the vaccines. I believe that's why I'm able to film a podcast now when I should be dying in bed. Um, <laughs> but they they weren't the endpoint that it was set out to be. We need a new plan. We need some kind of an endpoint. If you want people to listen to you, you have to give people hope that there is a long-term solution to this. Yeah, no, I uh, completely agree. So that, that's what I'm just, I'm just saying to the government. It doesn't matter if it's the, a perfect plan. It doesn't matter if it's even the right plan in the long term, but right now, you have to give us something. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree with you, to be honest. I think Sorry, I, I, I really went off. Oh, then. no, no. So um, I but... think I did as well at some point. <laughs> yeah, I think as it's a Christmas special, Christmas is a very is a time for sharing and a time for happiness, I think. Mm. So recently at college, we have, over the last year, in fact, we were told by our tutor to save up 50, was it 50? Oh. Was it 10p a week, I think. 10p I a think week so, yeah. for a year. And so over the 52 weeks of the year, we saved up £5.20. And at the end of that year, which we've already done now, by December the 10th, is to hand in a present for a certain age. I got a, a 12 to 14 year old boy. And he's getting Not a for the first time. <laughs> Wait, Phil, who did you get? Well, we, uh, oh no, now that I've said that yeah, well, I've got a 7 to 8 year old girl Not the first time, is it? <laughs> anyway, um, okay, yeah So I think I just want to discuss What we feel, or how, why we did it So the reason we did that is because We we, we wanted to As our tutor said, he, he had it's a because James told us to Yeah, our tutor <laughs> told us to yeah, I'm yeah, joking, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> It was basically because we want to as, as I said, Christmas is a time for giving And I think it's all about, you know, showing who you mm. really are. I think it's great. I think it's a good thing. And I, I think it's nice to give off something to make other people happy. Ha- happy. So, Phil, who did, what did you get your uh, seven to eight-year-old girl? Well, Ruben, I just wrote my phone number on the bottom of the box. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I, I, got, <laughs> I got some, like, colouring pencils, uh, some, some little post-it notes, just kind of colouring stuff because, I mean, I was tempted to keep it for myself, to be honest, because yeah. I, I, you know. Yeah, who doesn't like a, a little bit of a, a little bit of a colour? Uh, what about you? Yeah, I think I've definitely gone over budget here, but I think I just felt a bit like it was quite. It's quite sad actually to think, make me think that you know there are still people living who can't afford to do what the rest of the country do, and I, I, that's not like a oh god they're poor. Oh my god, that's depressing. No, I think it's yeah. just <laughs> it's just depressing knowing that. People out there are trying to live there, like uh, trying to live like a normal, you know, normal person in today's society, but they just can't because the way it's society is run, it relies heavily on money. I mean, the the whole the world is focused on money, isn't it? Without money, there'd be anarchy. You know, it's like. So I thought I I was just walking down the aisle of Tesco toy toy aisle. I was a bit kind of quite you know thinking, oh, what would I want when I was about fourteen? And I came across a little tin, right? But it was an arcade in a tin, and I'm thinking, my god. If Ooh. I was 12 to 14, I'd absolutely adore that. So I went to that the That sounds till. cool. Wait, what, what is an arcade in a tin? So it's like a little tin with like a little tiny motherboard underneath it, which you can't see because it's underneath the control panel. It's basically a yeah. DS in a tin, but it's got like three or four games built in already. Oh, that's ace. And I thought, you know, that's I want really, that now. No, so did that's I. really so cool. I was like, oh my God, I want that. That looks amazing. <laughs> I'd love that. So I went to the till because it said £7.50 and I thought, you know what? I don't mind going over budget a little bit. Yeah. But I got to the till. I scanned it. It said eleven pound fifty, and I'm thinking, hold on a minute. So oh, Jesus. I looked, I paid. So for you it. took it back. You said that this kid could go screw yeah, themselves. No, but then again, I did go right. It's gone way over budget. You know, that's, this is more than double the budget. Yeah. But, you know, I'm honestly not too bothered because I think as I said, <clears> yeah. Christmas is the time for giving and sharing. So they're all yeah, good. and I believe that was the shoebox pill, wasn't it? I think what what we kind of want to say is yeah, like if you if you do have anything to spare, um, obviously, uh, or, or any time of year is a, a great time to give pe- things to people less fortunate, but. It's, it's important to remember that there are people out there who are less fortunate. Uh, you know, thankfully, I get to sit on my ass playing video games with COVID. A lot of people don't get to do that. That's what we want to. That's what we want to say with that. Um, yeah. Christmas is a time for giving. If you can spare anything for people who need it, then obviously that's super important. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. So I think we should it's move a nice on. Nice topic, that Ruben. Yeah. It was. I just yeah. wanted to bring it up because of Christmas. So moving on, I think we should talk to our new our segments that we always like to talk on. So. 
Oh yeah. Let's go to the news first. What, what do we found the out news. in the news so far? So I think Ooh. we found. So we've, we've talked about obviously the Boris mena- uh, shenanigans and everything. You know. I think. Them. I guess kind of on the topics of like other countries. Mm. Um, Japan has has uh, created an interesting invention, hasn't oh, it? Yeah, do you want to talk about that? Haven't they all? Yeah. So I found an article recently on the most valuable and, you know, <laughs> uh, trustworthy site in the world, Reddit News. Um, I, mean, I am going to have to find it again because I've lost it and I can't talk about it. Oh, there it is. Found it. It's like at the top. Basically, <laughs> Japan, the taste test TV, Japan invents a lickable screen to imitate food flavors prototypes use carousel of canisters to create flavor samples on a hygienic film over flat screen tv you know we're gonna we've got oh, 4d where we get you know we get you know different senses but now we're gonna get 5d where we can imagine imagine how hilarious that would be though like you're walking to mcdonald's they've got like those screens where you order on yeah. and there's just people <laughs> just licking it. all <laughs> over the screen imagine <laughs> do you want to taste it before you try it uh wait what yeah just lick the screen oh wow damn i might get that <laughs> I mean, yeah, so this device called the Taste te- Taste the TV or TTTV, wow, okay, uses a carousel of 10 flavor canisters that spray in a combination to create a taste of particular food. And then uh, the sample then rolls on a hygienic film over a flat screen TV for the viewers to try. Wow, I mean, it's, hmm. pretty, it's pretty mental to think, you know, this is a thing in COVID. You know, we've got people wearing masks and no one... Your mouth's like... And your face is like the the one way your whole like head is the most spreadable part of a disease ever because you've got coughing, you've got hands, breathing. space, tongue. Yeah, you've got your well, and your hands as well because you touch everything and you touch your face yeah. and you touch your nose, you touch your mouth, and you put it on something else, and now that surface has got it. You know, it's just we're just one big spreading disease ball, aren't we? Really? That's my Tinder bio. <laughs> yeah, this is quite funny to think in the era of COVID that someone's decided, you know, what, it's like a screen that people lick. Oh god! Yeah, you know. But yeah, I mean, oh, that's hilarious. Japan are always coming with some wacky things. You know, like when you're kind of like hungry, yeah, but you're not hungry. Like you mm. just want to have something in your mouth. Yeah, like you could kind of imagine if it kind of evolves one day, like a phone screen. You could just be like I'm rewatching Breaking Bad while just licking <laughs> some fries. Yeah, dude. <laughs> It'd be a great way to kind of have snacks without the consequences that come with snacks. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's, my mind goes straight to uh, straight to the the real the real problems with this world. Yeah, first of all. <laughs> uh. So yeah, oh, the, the Japanese actually have a word for that. I've just found out. Uh, well, I found out a while ago, but it's called um, the kuchisabishi, which is a unique. The what now? You, uh, <laughs> basically, the word in in Japanese, kuchi uh, kuchisabishi is a uniquely Japanese word that literally means lonely mouth or longing to have or put something in one's mouth. Yeah, that is true. It's basically, is- I think they're putting stuff in their mouth because their mouth feels lonely and they're not hung- and due to the fact they are not hungry. I like that. Oh, I think that's, that's kind of cool, cute. That's quite a cool That's thing. quite wholesome. Whereas we would just say, I'm eating because I want something in my mouth, but I don't, my belly I'm eating because I'm a fat bastard. Yeah, that. Or the <laughs> Japanese would say, and then it's just like, well, oh wow, I'm so sorry to, I'm sorry about that, you know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry to hear. Does your mouth want to talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, we should talk about. Hmm. It's a uh, a favorite segment on oh, this podcast. Oh, of course. And it's it's toilet talk, where yes. we talk about the latest developments in toilet technology. And I have actually, okay, my God, I found us, I found us a little video to watch. A video. Now, obviously, we won't. 
yeah, we won't be able to show this because this is an audio platform and also I don't want to get copyrighted. Mm. Um, but we're going to listen to it. We're going to find out what it's about. I'm going to tell you about it. Yes. And you're going to kind of get our live reactions because all I've seen is the title. And the title is The Extraordinary Power of Poo. Wow. Now, that's a podcast title. I might use that. <laughs> nice. Shall we? Uh, I'll, I'll drop the link in chat for you right now, and we can I'm actually excited we can enjoy to, this to together. Wow! Well, and that, that's look. what toilet talk is all about. We're saving the planet right now. I guarantee, you, twenty years down the line, there'll be a university course for toiletology where we study toilets and the development of them. I think that's great. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, I guess basically, uh, just to summarise um, what we just watched, because obviously I can't show it all. It was a, a video from the BBC. I might be able to show little sound bites, maybe. Mm. I think it is fair use, but whether the BBC will agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, hope so. But basically, um, they're talking about using poo as a fuel source, um, because apparently it's a, it's a great way to generate methane. I mean, we all know this, we all know yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, and they can burn that for fuel, and it's more sustainable and more clean than um, gasoline and diesel and that, that sort of thing. And then the pee could be used to solve droughts, because uh, it's water that's going to waste, and we could save that, and we could use it to feed crops. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how much there is to really say on that, um, other than uh, more, more developments, more, more good news. And we need a bit of good news right now. That there are n- new ways that are being discovered to, to help the planet. And, and you could be saving the world every single time you take a shit. And I want you to remember that. I want yeah, you to think about that. That's a good idea. Next time you're on the toilet, think, this is my good deed for the day. Yeah, you know, you're right. I, th- I think genuinely... It's quite a sad thought, though. I think we're all thinking of ideas that can save the planet too late. I think we're thinking of these ideas... We we needed to think of these ideas like 10, 15 years ago, but that's before anyone really actually had any idea what the hell was going on with climate change. I mean, people knew it existed, but no one really gave one, and everyone's like, oh, it's not going to affect me. Yeah, well... Yeah, well, it's still, still not real, is it? Well, oh, it's not real. I'll spare my time. Bl- 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 real. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, anyway, it makes... Oh, man. I'll tell you what, mate. This whole people who don't believe in climate change is real. It makes me fuming. And speaking of fuming, <gasps> let's move yeah. on to absolutely fuming. Absolutely fuming. fuming. Yes, right. Now, oh, Phil, man. I think you need to go first, mate, because I haven't thought. Oh, I never prepare for this. I never, I never prepare for this. Shall I, shall I tell you what makes me absolutely fuming? Go on, then. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I want to make it very clear, I'm not, I'm not specifically talking about anybody in particular here. Just over my life, one thing that has kind of, it's always been in the back of my head. And I want, I want people to know, drunk people aren't funny. <laughs> if you think you're a funny drunk, you're wrong. You only think you're a funny drunk because you're too drunk to remember how unfunny you were. That's true. That's like, I've, ne- I've never actually, it's more funny in the way that you're laughing at. <laughs> no, I, I agree completely. It's quite, I just, I just find people always saying like, oh, I'm a, I'm a really funny drunk. Uh, and I'm like, no, you're not. You're just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole, oh, when I'm drunk, mate, should be around me. It's absolutely hilarious. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, we did this. Oh, that, that doesn't sound funny. That just sounds like a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's like, I'm not, I'm not attacking anyone here, obviously, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with getting <laughs> yes. drunk. Everyone does it. He's, doing, you know, it's, he's attacking a certain individual right now. <laughs> it's a bit of fun, you know, especially when you're all and you're having a little bit of a, a good time together. But I just want to wanna make it emphatically clear to people that you're not as funny as you think you are. Mm, uh, it's just been yeah. a little. I've got to get that off my chest. What about what about you, Mister Mister Dubes? Well, I think what's, I've made what's me made you absolutely, absolutely fuming? 
I think this is a very, very first world problem, and it's a very, very privileged problem, I think. But my God, why the hell do Americans get pre-orders before UK? That is annoying me a lot. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I pre-order quite a lot of stuff just because I'm a nerd and I like to collect things. But, but yeah, yeah. I, it's annoying. But I mean, that's not really an absolutely fuming. It's just a bit of like a, it's a bit frustrating to feel like the Americans get things a lot quicker than we do when it comes to pre-ordering, especially from like worldwide industries. Yeah, I mean, I guess one thing that should should have put you in a good mood, Ruben, is uh, the other week you went to see the new Spider-Man ah, film. Ah, yes. Didn't you? On the, on the release day what, yeah, in okay, 4D. I, so, as I've not been very fuming, what's made me happy this week? So I think we should be absolutely happy. Phil, I, you're, you're very right, my friend. Absolutely, I am absolutely happy that I have been able to see the brand new Spider-Man in 4D oh the God. day before it was released to normal cinemas. It was literally oh released God. the day before it was released. Uh, we went to go see it on the 16th of December. Well, you went the 15th, didn't you? You're right. No, we went to the 15th. We went to the, we, we went to the cinema on the 15th of December when it was out in yeah. cinemas on the 17th. And then we went to go see it in 4D, <laughs> which is quite cool because, you know, we wore this. Yeah, what was that like? And, uh, well, the 3D glasses are okay. I mean, it wasn't bad. I prefer yeah. to see things in 2D because it's more of a it's more of an actual, like, you get a full experience of the quality of the video. But, you know... But you, yeah. there's also, um, it's quite wild when there's loads of fight scenes between Spider-Man and, you know, the bad guys and that kind of thing. And then you get like, you know, you get all the wind every time a web goes off um, from from Spider-Man. You get, a, you know, a little shoot of air past your Someone just spurts stickies to fight. <laughs> from behind me. Hey, what was that? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, not again. Uh, no. <laughs> Second time this week. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, but you know, and then you get fans coming off on the top and then the right and sides, and then you know it's all great. And then the chairs wobble, and every time Spider Man gets hit in the back by someone or whatever, you know, you get like a little knock in the back of your chair. I think, oh, bloody hell! I can imagine you trying to eat some popcorn during some of the final fights in that movie. Bloody hell! <laughs> Flying everywhere. Just, anyway. just an actual guy just comes out and, and starts just beating you up. You, I think, yeah. Sadly, I think the one thing they couldn't do, do to improve is they can get Zendaya in there to kiss you. That'd be great. <laughs> anyway, look. Oh man, have you seen it yet, Phil? I haven't. No, oh, and I'm man. really because obviously I'm not going to get to now. Oh no, oh. no. Yeah, I, I desperately want to because I I pulled out on the last day for two reasons. A, I had a project due um, that I needed to get done, and B, oh man, it's Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. We went to go see it in. Um... Um, yeah, we went to go see it in 4D at the Birmingham Cineworld. Yeah. Which was, it was it's cool, like I but... love Spider-Man, but not quite as much as I hate Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham is quite a quite a dodgy, but it's, it's, it's I think it, we make it out to be a lot worse than it actually is. But you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. I do really want to go and see that the Spider-Man though. Um, obviously, I'm not going to get. Do you know when it comes out on DVD? Oh, it'll be a, like a good two three months. Oh man, do you reckon they'll? Because oh, we might be going to lockdown. Might there might, there probably shown. will be a home release on Disney Plus. Yeah, there will be a home release. Um, oh, okay. But it'll be. Oh, and I guess that kind of it brings on to our next topic, which may or may not be our final topic for today. Um, which is uh, you mentioned earlier, kind of the idea of home release versus ah, going yeah. to see something in the cinema. Yeah, I've, I saw a statistic where I don't. I, there wasn't an actual like number, but I saw on uh, you know Reddit news that. Most, the majority of Americans are, would rather watch a home release film on like on HBO or Disney Plus, for example, and pay a bit more, bloody hell, or than going to the cinema and watching it 
in a cinema. Like, I mean, that to me is ridiculous. But we can't face from the fact that cinema is dying. I, it's as simple as that. Movies are never going to die. They, they, they never will. Yeah. There will always be a passion to make films. And I mean, you know, we're literally, I'm doing, we're literally doing a film course, that kind of thing. But I think it's the passion for people, the passion for cinema itself as an actual thing is dying. It's just not the same. You go to, I go to the cinema because, for me, I get distracted by my phone quite easily. Just oh, generally, yeah. not even like when I'm watching. When I'm watching a film. The only film I've watched recently at home that I have not even looked or touched my phone on, no matter how many times it's buzzed, was 12 it's Angry Men. It's a movie, wasn't it, Ruben? Huh? <laughs> what? No, it was <laughs> It was 12 Angry Men. It was um, the 1950s film um, by Sidney, Lum- Sidney Lumet. And it's basically, I think mm. it's, a, it's one of the most famous films of all time. It's about 12 men. It's 12 Angry Men, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's basically these 12 men were... Um, they are, they're in a they're juries and they've had this court trial where a boy is suspected of stabbing his father to death and now one of the, all all 11, 11 of them go yeah he's guilty let's agree let's do a vote and one of them goes no he's not i don't think we should i think we should go out the possibility that he's guilty that he's that he's innocent and then you know it's a great very very intricate story about how this one man is managing to convince 11 men that he is innocent and it's a great it's a very good film I recommend you watch it whenever you can. But, you know... Yeah, um, I need to. It's very good. I don't think it's on any streaming platform, so... But I watched yeah. it, like, on... D- oh, I got it on Blu-ray. It's really good. But the thing is, though, I think it takes away from the experience. I mean, that, for me, I wasn't as bad, you, yeah. because it's not really a film that I'm, I would be bothered about and going to see in the cinema. But, my God, I went to go see June at the cinema, oh. and I watched it on the biggest screen possible in iSense, so it was ultra, ultra 4K HD... Oh, you know, man. and the screen was massive. It had Dolby Atmos, and I'm genuinely. Oh, it is an so, experience, isn't it? As well, because you get thing, the, the sound system as well. Because like, at home, I always have to put subtitles on at home because I'm slightly deaf <laughs> and I just cannot hear the TV. See, for me, it was like uh, in a uh, cinema. Yeah. It's brilliant. I think if you have a genuinely great sound, like sound system at home, like all around sound, Dolby speakers yeah. at home, because you can get them, but they are expensive, and a genuinely great TV with a big room then I don't think it's that bad. But if you just, like, for me, yeah. example, you just whack on in your room and then you've got all your phone. You've got your phone. For me, I've got my Xbox. I mean, I'm not going to go on my Xbox when I'm watching a film. But <laughs> I think I've got my phone where someone buzz, I just have a conversation with someone. Oh, what's happening in the film? Oh, I'm not really too bothered. But for it, like, yeah. I went to go watch June at the cinema and that's almost three hours long. It's like two hours and 40 minutes, I think. But my God, yeah. not once was I so, like, damn, I wish I was on my phone right now. I want to check Instagram. No, not at all. I was so, like... <laughs> My God, dude, I am... This is amazing. This is, like, one of the best. It's the best... June is the best cinema experience I have ever had. Mm, and it is an experience as well, isn't it? It's a, yeah, uh, cinema, cinema is a great night out. It's a great way to kind of go out with your mates or, or even on your own. I go, I've had gone to the cinema by myself, like, generally. Well, it's, it's still a nice experience, isn't it? It gives you something to do, and I, I, mean, I think it'd be sad to lose People are like, that. oh, it's really weird when you go to the cinema by yourself. Why? What, are you going to go there to talk to your friends throughout this entire movie? No, you go there to watch a film. <laughs> I mean, if you go yeah. there and talk to your friends about that entire movie, you'll get kicked out. But that's not the, you know what I mean? Like, you're there, have a laugh with your mate, go in, watch the film, come out. Whereas I'm there, go in, talk to your mates on Instagram or something, or whatever, go in, watch the film, come out. Oh, yeah, the film was pretty good, actually. And then go home. I mean, like, literally, that's what I do when I go to the cinema. And I yeah. think it's also, I love the fact that sometimes that, you know, you've got these massive budget movies now. Like, you know, you are, I don't, we were talking with our, one of our tutors at college the other day. Um, talking about how there's no passion for making indie film anymore. 
And if there is, they're not going to go anywhere. I mean, you've got films that are either the budget's so small that they can't have their full potential, or you've got films where they are so massive budget because they're wanting to get billions of dollars in return, for example. For example, you know, this new Spider-Man movie is almost $300 million, I'm pretty sure, in budget. Oh, wow. Hold on, that's a lie. I might have to... I am just going to have to check that up. Hold on. They're definitely going to make that back, though. Oh, they've already made it. They made, two, they made $250 million <laughs> on the opening oh, weekend. Geez. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's mental. Uh, yeah, I guess... Yeah, $200 million um, for a production budget. And it is already, in the what, week and a half it's been out, has a global uh, gain of $587 million. Jeez. In the week it's been out. You know, and that it, is... it's incredible. I, I genuinely... It's... it's <laughs> I mean, but that's what you you put so much money into a movie where you've got incredible VFX, incredible stunt work, incredible just sets, and then you've got a lot yeah. of money for you know actors. You got incredible amounts of money for advertisement. Whereas, for example, like there's this brand new movie that's come out. It's a Japanese movie, and I know it sounds silly, but it's been nominated for an Oscar, I think. Um, it's called Drive My Car. It's three hours long. I don't know what it's about. But it's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's got oh, 90% wow. on, like, a 9, 9 out of 10 on IMDb kind of thing. But who, have you heard of Drive My Car? I haven't, no. No, I mean, who's heard of it? Because it's, yeah, it's a foreign film, but we've all heard of Parasite, right? Yeah. You know, that's, it's an amazing film. Korean, great movie. It's, 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 it's incredible. Then you've got the Drive My Car, which come out, which I really want to see. But it's like, I think it's a romantic love story between a taxi driver and a... And a widow. And a car. And a, and a widow, actually. <laughs> yeah, it would be quite funny, that. But, you know, I, I think sometimes it's a bit kind of... Yeah. Film now is going down a path which I'm not too fond of. It's a path that where people mm. either throw everything at it, knowing that they're going to get a massive return, or hardly anything at it because they know or they don't think it, they don't think it's got potential. They don't make movies like that anymore, do they? Which is annoying for me. Uh, well, uh, that's the thing. There's There's not as many kind of truly original ideas just because big studios aren't willing to take the risk yeah exactly and um, it's a it's yeah. a real shame and it, I, I kind of i hope i hope we don't lose kind of the magic of, of cinema and film but because that, yeah it's, it is it's, it's, magical. it's something really special it is, it's special not only to me because i'm a fat i'm a fat huge i'm a fat like film buff like, i absolutely love films and that's the problem we we are we are losing a bit of that magic because of kind of uh, i guess our our love as a species uh, to, t- to take the easy way out and that is an incredibly depressing note on which I think we might have to wrap up because it is it is half three yes. and I, b- I believe you said you you got to head off and I, yeah I've got work at some point today it's just uh, yeah but I enjoyed that that was a uh, it was great. really nice conversations we had yeah, there it was great um, and I just want to quickly say to the audience uh, I don't know if we're going to be back to weekly we might try and go bi-weekly uh, hopefully we'll film another one this will probably be coming out on Christmas or around that time yeah, hopefully basically. Um, obviously I don't know if I'm going to get worse before I get better so I don't know when we're going to next film but hopefully at some point in the new year um, we're going to get the ball rolling again we're going to come out with bi-weekly episodes and yeah. we've got some guests booked in as well but genuinely we, we have got a few guests lined up which should be pretty cool yeah. uh, and you know what I, I hope you all have a really great Christmas and um, whatever happens a uh, new year as well um, and here's hoping that, you know what you know what guys 
I think I think 2022 is going to be our year. Oh God, here we go. This yeah. time, <laughs> this time. I hope so. Fingers I genuinely crossed. think it's going to be okay. I think the first four couple of months are going to be a bit bloody hell COVID, but once that oh, bloody hell, <laughs> once that like slows down by the end, like halfway through the year, I think genuinely people will start to think now. You know, it's all right. It's coming back live. Yeah. And one final no, message before we leave. Sorry, Phil. Is, um, no, it's all good. Go to the bloody cinema when a film comes out. Don't buy it online. Just go to the cinema. You'll If you don't go to the cinema because you don't like it, yeah, you Unless you have COVID. Well, Unless you yeah, have COVID. If you go to the cinema, <laughs> go to the cinema. But if you can't, don't. Obviously, we get that. But yeah, it's been absolutely yeah. wonderful talking to you, Phil. It's yeah. been great. Oh, you too. And, and, and to all of you guys at home, thank yeah, you so much for listening. It means a lot. If you could share this with just one person, it's hugely appreciated. And possibly leave a rating however you're watching this. And we will see you awesome people next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>